Hi, this is Mike McNamara, and you're listening to All Marine Radio on your home for it, the one and only All Warrior Radio Network. sitting here reading and I look up and it's 8.03 I'm like oops that ain't right so good morning to you so much in the news is um, Tom Cruise's Tom Cruise went off on a film crew And let me tell you, I'm no Tom Cruise fan. And I'm going to play the whole thing for you here. He's absolutely right. He's absolutely right to be absolutely fucking pissed at whatever those idiots were doing. And trust me, I would venture to say if you sat him down and said, hey, Tom, um, Is this the first time you've had to chew people's asses? He'd say, no. I, it's like every day we remind people. Every day we emphasize it. Every day. And then I walk around the corner and I see this shit and I lose my mind. So let me just tell you. You know, we are such a nation. Uh, such a culture of babies. It's a joke. Right? So now what we're talking about is. We're talking about somebody who's trying to do something to keep people working, right? To put food on tables, right? And he's used his personal, um, he's he, he uses his personal. Uh, reputation and his ability to deliver money at the box office to do this. And, but he's, 
You know, he's trying to save an industry that's dying. The entertainment industry just dying. Right? Actors, actresses, all the support people, all the technical people just dying. Okay? One of the sectors of the economy just, like, going to shit, right? So, anyway, um, I want to play for you the whole thing. Right? So, what you've heard naturally in the television business is the hottest, craziest shit, right? Okay. Well, let me just tell you. He had every right to do this. He has every right to be pissed. And the people that won't do what he tells them to do, he should fire their asses, like yesterday. Okay, so this is Tom Cruise. All right, you ready? You're back here in Hollywood making movies right now because of us. Because they believe in us and what we're doing. I'm on the phone with every studio at night. Insurance companies, producers, and they're looking at us and using us to make their movies. We are creating thousands of jobs, Yeah, he called a motherfucker. <laughs> he called the motherfuckers. Boom. Yeah, so he's pissed. I don't ever want to see it again. Ever. And if you don't do it, you're fired. And I see you do it again, you're gone. And anyone on this crew does it. That's it. And you too. And you too. And you. Don't you ever do it again. Sounds like getting your ass chewed by your mom or dad, right? That's it. No apologies. You can tell it to the people that are losing their homes. Because our industry is shut down. It's not going to put food on their table or pay for their college education. Now, that's no bullshit, right? You want to gather around, not wear your mask, not do the things I've told you to do, that I'm paying you to do? You want to do that? Here's the impact of us not being able to do this and all these productions being shut down. I mean, come on. He has every fucking right to, to, to be pissed. And he is. That's what I sleep with every night. The future of this industry. The future of this fucking industry. I'll translate as necessary. So I'm sorry, I'm beyond your apologies. I have told you... And now I want it. And if you don't do it, you're out. We are not shutting this movie down. We're not shooting this, shutting this fucking movie down. Is it understood? Now, isn't that a line out of, right, <laughs> with Jack Nicholson? Am I clear? Oh, maybe it's a different line. Am I clear? Crystal Danny. If I see it again, you're gone. And so are you. So you're going to cost him his job. And I see it on the set, you're gone. And you're gone. That's it. I mean, that's the truth, right? If you don't do what we're supposed to fucking do, and we have a COVID outbreak here, the county, and this is in southern England, right, that's already, like, shut down every businesses, but he's being allowed to produce his film. 
you're going to get us shut down, and the impact is going to be on all kinds of people who are going to get put out of work. He said, every right to do this, right? Am I clear? There you go, Crystal Danny. Do you understand what I want? Do you understand the responsibility that you have? That doesn't make, right, all the news. Do you understand the responsibility that you have to other people? Oh, no, Tom, but you're hurting my feelings. Well, fuck you and fuck your feelings, man. There's other people and bigger things involved here. But that didn't make the, that didn't make the cut. I mean, that would just fuck it up, right? Because I will deal with your reason. And if you can't be reasonable, and I can't deal with your logic, you're fired. If you can't be reasonable, and I can't deal with your logic, you're fired. It's pretty reasonable to me. In fact, in my opinion, he's being more than reasonable. That's it. That is it. I trust you guys to be here. That's it. Uh, you know, anytime somebody says that's it, it ain't it. All right. Just, it's one of the lessons of getting your asses chewed, right? So whenever somebody says that's it, stand by. There's more coming. That's it, guys. That's what I'm thinking about. That's what I'm doing. That's what I think about. That's what I'm doing today. And he's about to say, I'm talking to Universal, Paramount, Warner Brothers. Universal, Paramount, Warner Brothers. Movies are going because of us. If we shut down, it's going to cost people jobs. Their homes, their families. If we shut down, it's going to cost people their jobs, their homes, their families. That's what's happening. This is serious shit that he's trying to deal with. And he's got idiots who, who won't do the most basic things he's asking them to do. All the way down the line. I care about you guys. If you're not going to help me, you're gone. I care about you guys. If you're not going to help me, you're gone. Okay? Roger Maverick. See that stick? How many meters is that? When people are standing around a computer and hanging out around here, what are you doing? What are you doing? So, I mean, you listen to the whole thing and you understand some of the context. He has every right to be absolutely positively furious with those people. Every right. And so, yeah, I'm not a Tom Cruise fan. Okay. But, um, at, yeah, I mean, I don't think he's ever been a Marine, right? He's fond of being sa a sailor, right? Naval aviator in particular and a Navy lawyer. Not so fond of being a Marine. I don't think he's, has he ever played a Marine? Am I missing? Am I not remembering something? But, um, I'm, yeah, I'm not a fan of that guy. But, oh, we can't, you can't get your ass chewed when you're, when you're about to cost yourself and other people their jobs? Please. Please, man, go away with that shit already.
So, um, yeah, so that in the news. Tommy Cruz, man, ripping it up. Those people deserve everything they got. All right. Now, the other story that's in the news today. Is this. Top Pentagon general meets Taliban leaders in gutter. What? So we're not talking about, right? We're not talking about the Secretary of State. And I don't know that that's happened. We're not talking about the Secretary of Defense, whoever the hell that is. I mean, don't we have some acting dude now? It's so confusing, right? The revolving door that is the Trump administration. Um, yeah, I think there's some acting guy. And um, so so how does the chairman of Joint Chiefs of Staff get involved in peace talks? What is he going to say? So it's, 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 you see the headline, you're like, what? Subheadline, General Mark Milley spoke with the group's leaders in Qatar, Gutter, Qatar, 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 one of them, in a bid to end the 20-year Afghan war. So what's the, written by Gordon Lubold, right? Uh, so um, what's the question they're going to ask? Hey, are you guys going to? Stop whacking us. <laughs> right? Um, from Kabul, the Pentagon's top officer met with Taliban officials. Officials, right? Right. Taliban officials. In gutter this week as part of an unprecedented effort to spur stalled peace talks that could help end the 20-year-old conflict in Afghanistan. So let me ask you this. So you're the Taliban. You're in, you're in negotiations you know, now with the federal government in Afghanistan, what do you want to talk to the DOD for? What do you want to talk to the DOD for? If you're going into this process and we're going to have peace and it's going to be negotiated, you like, why, why do you need to talk to the American DOD? It's all, I mean, isn't it all going to be good? Oh, so when it doesn't go good... We want to know, are you guys going to hang out and then whack the shit out of us? Because we have no intention of making it good in Afghanistan. Our intentions are to talk your dumb asses out of the country, right? And we're more than happy to leave, by the way. Um, but we just want to know if you're going to stay in the region and you're going to come back and whack the shit out of us, okay? Now, I don't know what got discussed there. But if you were going to negotiate a peace deal in good faith, why would you need to talk to the American DOD? Answer, you wouldn't. Army General Mark Milley, chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, met with members of the Taliban in Doha, Gutter, Cutter, on Tuesday in hopes of persuading the group to stop fighting and move quickly towards a peace accord with the government of Afghanistan. Talks between the two sides were suspended earlier this month after disagreements over negotiating details. The meeting came as the Taliban instigated violence is on the rise, according to military officials, and just weeks before 
Joe Biden takes office. General Milley met with Taliban officials in June. Oh, I did not know that. In a session that wasn't previously disclosed. That's why I didn't know that. That meeting was the first time a chairman of the Joint Chiefs had met with the Taliban leaders and negotiators. Wow. People keeping secrets. Doesn't happen in the DOD often. After Tuesday's meeting with the Taliban in Doha, General Milley flew to Kabul, where he discussed the peace talks with uh, Afghan President Ashraf Ghani. General Milley declined to discuss details of their talks. Afghan officials acknowledged in a statement that General Milley and President Ghani met, but did not provide additional details. The names of the Taliban officials who met with General Milley could not be immediately learned. Quote, the most important, most important part of the discussions I had with both the Taliban and the government of Afghanistan was the need for immediate reduction in violence, General Milley said in an interview. Everything else hinges on that. General Milley disclosed both of this week's meetings with the Taliban in Doha and President Ghani in Kabul more than two days after they occurred, citing security concerns. The visits took place as the United States is scrambling to reduce the number of American troops in Afghanistan from 4,500 to 2,500 by mid-January under an order by President Trump. Violence in Afghanistan has continued to flare, particularly due to the fighting in Helmand, right? When you see Helmand, I want you to think opium. When you think opium, I want you to think Taliban revenue. Yeah, okay. I'm not so familiar with Kandahar. Putting the peace talks in jeopardy. military officials and some experts believe now is the opportunity to make a peace deal before a Biden administration takes over. The higher the violence, the higher the risk, and I also believe it's an opportunity that should not be squandered. And that is from uh, General Austin Miller, who's, uh, I believe he's the top commander in uh, Afghanistan. So, uh, yeah, there you have it. So, pretty interesting. Not only do we find out that he met with them, we find out that he previously met with them in June. Yeah, I, I, and again, I'm, I'm, it's kind of a head-scratcher for me. Why is he talking to the, why are they talking to the chairman of the Joint Chiefs? Shouldn't they talk to the SECDEF or the Secretary of State? It's just kind of weird that a general is attending those meetings. I, I, oh, I'd love to know what they talk about. What do you, hey, so what do you want to know? Are we going to kill you? You want to know what weapons we're going to use? We're gonna, you want to know what how long our response times are? What do you want to know? What do you want to know? So anyway, um, another story that I saw while I was perusing my news feed. Orange County, where I live. Largest single day of hospitalizations 
hospitalization increase as county health officials build field hospitals. Well, how about that? Maybe we should have done that shit if, you know, everybody likes to, you know, elevate Dr. Fauci. Guy's so smart. All these public health officials. Maybe we'd have had, we should have had some surge capacity, right, where we could put people that, you know, are here for normal shit. And then we're going to take beds inside the building that are normally used for normal shit. And we're going to make them ICU, right? And we can we can divide our ICU up, right? Like from pink, right, which is light red, okay, to all the way to scarlet. That's our ICU. And maybe you could start out in these these converted rooms, your pink ICU. And then we will migrate you to Scarlet ICU, which is upstairs or wherever the fuck it is. I, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? All I'm saying is that the course of action that we're going to shut down the economy is what has Tom Cruise losing his fucking mind. It's what has people out of work. And how much longer is this going to go? How much longer is this going to go? I'll tell you what I saw on the news last night that was really interesting. I saw a guy talking about, um, and I've got an iPhone now. Yeah, it's a piece of shit. Everybody knows how much I hate I, you know, iPhones. You know, your iPhone, right, made in a communist, 90% of it made in a communist country that's bent on destroying your country. Congratulations, all you iPhone users. But the guy says, if you go to send a message, right, and you try to attach a GIF, okay, and if you put in the phrase Chairman Xi, and you hit enter, Oh my God, he's right. There's no results for Chairman Xi. Okay? Now put Donald Trump in there and you will see every character of Donald Trump in drag, right? Now if I go to my Korean phone and I go to my text messaging, okay? And I pick a conversation with my daughter, Catherine. I click on gifts. And I type in, this is creepy as shit. Chairman, and then XI is how you spell G. Oops, don't put that in the text window. You got to put it in the gift search window, right? Sorry about that. I almost, text, almost texted uh, Catherine, Chairman G, and I would get back, are you okay? Yeah. Type in just XI and you get all these all these all these different gifts that have that have German G in them, right? It's cuz it's made in South Korea, right? They don't give a shit about that guy. 
And um, they have him with his big head. They have all kinds of stuff in here. Right? And so um, they have him. Is that fist bumping Joe Biden? Oh, no. He's trying to fist bump Vladimir Putin, who won't fist bump him. Um, So how creepy is that? Are you iPhone people? Right? Congratulations. And there was another one. How do you spell Tiananmen Square? So this is this is this is the impact of what China's doing. I was like, holy shit. I saw this guy, he was talking, he said he said, so I was gonna send somebody a message and I was gonna I was looking for a, a gif of Chairman Xi and look what I found. How do you spell Tiananmen Square? Okay, T I A N. So all you iPhone users do this do this for me. Right? Under images on your iPhone. Right? T I A N. Oops. I fat fingered it. T I A N A N M E N. Just use that word, Tiananmen. There's no results for Tiananmen. Wow. Maybe it didn't even happen then. Huh? Maybe it didn't even happen. How about that? That's the influence of the Chinese in your life. Right? Buying up movie studios in the United States. Tom, forcing Tom Cruise, God bless his soul, right? To take off the Taiwan patch on his Top Gun jacket that he had in the first movie. Not going to allow that. Not going to allow the world to see that. So if you want to distribute in China, you'll dance to our song, motherfucker. Pretty creepy, though. Pretty creepy. I have a I have a comment about Hunter Biden. But I want to, I don't know. Let me, I don't know how I got on uh, that. I want to talk about swing space in, in Orange County. Shutting it down. How did that become the number one go-to course of action? Oh, we'll just shut New York City down. We'll shut Los Angeles down. <laughs> and all the jobs and all the rent and all the car payments and everything that goes with that shit, we'll shut it down. I mean, good Lord. And then again, if you haven't listened to, and I screwed up the audio with the podcast of Will Costantini yesterday, if you haven't listened, listen to us go through the data from Kansas. You know what the survival rate of everybody, I want to say over 65, it's 89 point something. Okay, so it's essentially 90% if you're over 65. If you're under 65, you know what that is? 99.4. That's what the survival rate is. 45% of the death is in nursing homes. I don't, they didn't have a percentage of the death that, that's over 65. Bet you it's pretty high. Bet you it's higher than 45%. Yet, 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 yet constructing swing space to accommodate everyday hospital people that need to be hospitalized. We're not talking about your plastic surgery people, okay? 
everyday people that got in a car accident, that have to be in a hospital bed, that aren't in ICU, blah, 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 blah. We didn't talk about let's create some swing space and let's expand our ICUs because Dr. Fauci, Dr. Burt said it's all going to get worse. Didn't do that. Well, Orange County's doing it now. Now, I will tell you this. Bev sent me something the other day up in Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan did it. She sent me something. She's like, Mac, check this out. I wish I could find it. I'm looking for it. So not everybody was stupid. But the vast majorities of cities were. We, you know, and the bottom line is this. And that's why I, you know, I had this big conversation in August about the University of Notre Dame. Their attitude was, we went to school during the pandemic of 1918. We've always sought ways to overcome this kind of adversity. And we feel it's our obligation to figure this shit out now. And they did. They went to school. And everybody got back to school and everybody did stupid things. And guess what? Everybody learned. Everybody learned. So, anyhow. um, Public officials, man. Extremely low grade. Low grades. If not, I mean, there's an effort to recall Gavin Newsom here in California. I hope he gets his ass recalled. Right? That he and Cuomo, they go on TV. Man, they have answers to everything. Cuomo, Cuomo forcing long-term care facilities who have the most vulnerable populations to accept COVID patients from hospitals killed thousands of people in New York. He's not wearing that, though. You want to know why? Because he doesn't have to. Because he's a Democrat. Because he's not Donald Trump. What what's going to happen when Donald Trump kind of goes away and people don't have him to talk about every day? What's going to happen? What's the media going to do? Hey, I've got a Hunter Biden thing for you too. You know, I have this thing that I that that I think about when I think about Bill Clinton, right? Bill Clinton playing golf with his asshole friends, right? And we all have them. So he's um, he's playing golf with his asshole friends, and they're going, man, losing their minds over um, losing their minds over uh, Monica Lewinsky, right? And then another one of them said, "Can you imagine if they found out about like X, Y, Z, like the ones we don't know about, right?" Oh my God. The wheels would come off, man. Yeah. So, trust me, there's worse out there. And so Hunter Biden knows that, too. If they ever get any inkling of this, if any of this, and that's the problem with digital shit, right? It doesn't go away. You can't burn the envelope. You can't burn the document. What? What? I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, so... So Hunter Biden, right? The shit show that he is. Um, he's sitting. <laughs> he's sitting there going, "Oh my God, please! If so and so outs me on that, 
And then my dad has consistently said, you know, he's done, the, the president-elect has consistently done the Sergeant Schultz. I know nothing. I know nothing. And then you see all these things that Hunter sends out. 10% for the big guy. I need keys for my office mates. Jill Biden, Jim Biden, and Joe Biden. Hmm. And trust me, at some point, somebody's going to subpoena bank records. And if any of that money got anywhere near the president-elect, he's going to have a tough time. President Harris, how about that? Let me tell you, I would say that the odds of that happening, 50-50. Because Hunter's a straight-up shit show. But nobody will cover him. That's the, the good thing Hunter's got going for him is that nobody will cover the story. If this was the Trump kids, fuck, man. They'd have the boring machine out. Plowing through that shit. So we'll see how long it lasts because at some point, right? And it's going to happen because it's out there. That kid's dirty. And at some point, somebody's going to sing. Somebody's going to connect the dots. And then you're going to see a bank record and a transfer to this account and blah, 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 blah. So anyway, um, yeah, President Harris. Hello. Um, so good morning on a Thursday. Uh, Will Constantini was on yesterday because he couldn't be on today. Uh, he's going out shooting. So good luck to him. Um, Jeff Kenny is in Quantico. He's going to officiate at a breakfast uh, tomorrow at a place where we all used to teach. So he will join me today, as will Timothy Lynch. So that will happen in about 27 minutes. They will join me. So good morning to you. Um, I had like a I had like a crazy day yesterday. It started out in the after in the warm afterglow of uh, in the warm <laughs> afterglow of uh, of doing post traumatic winning, and then my day got shitty. Yeah, got shitty, and I could feel it. So I, let me tell you what I started. To, I, I do now. I do the things I talk about, and when I t- when I tell people, hey, when you feel shitty, double the amount of PT you do. So, and I so did not feel like PTN yesterday. So, took the dogs, went for our little three-mile jaunt uh, around the fairgrounds, which is being used for COVID testing. Yeah, drive-through COVID testing. Line, they got them stacked up over there. Yeah, the lines are long now. They never used to be long. They're long now. So, anywho, um, hey, Dr. Fauci said it was going to happen. But nobody listened because we were going to flatten the curve. Isn't it the job of public health experts to make sure that we're prepared? Isn't that the job of elected officials? But it's like, this is a big fucking surprise, right? And we're going to shut down the city. We're going to shut down the city. When you see the demographics of this stuff, which they don't show very much, right? When you see the survival rate of it, I would think that the more prudent thing to have done was say, okay, we got to prepare for this. 
We got to have swing space. And um, 99% of the people outside of this demographic will survive this. 99.4 in Kansas. So our efforts have got to be focused on senior citizens and people with high comorbidity. And we've got we to start putting public service announcements out there that we cannot close down the economy. And, I mean, you've heard, you've heard this phrase. The cure cannot be worse than the malady. They don't say malady, but I did. The sickness, right? And trust me, the cure is destroying shit. Is it, but all you get on is, oh, we had this uptick in COVID cases. Yeah, the more everybody's surviving it, though. Oh, the more I, you know, Governor Newsom, I'd order 5,000 more body bags. Oh, really? Why don't you go have dinner at the French Laundry again and drown your sorrow in that? Yeah. Guys, that, guy's a, that guy's a clown. I, I, I pray that he gets recalled. And I pray that Cuomo gets re- recalled, although he won't. Right? But I'll tell you what. Look at the number of major companies that are leaving blue states for red states. Now, the, the question is, what's going to be the impact of that? And then take all their liberal employees down and try to turn a red state blue? Yeah, well, a lot of those red states don't play those games. Why don't you stay in the shitholes you helped create? New York City with that idiot de Blasio? I mean, seriously. Look, look at what they're doing to the police. Look at what they're... Manhattan used to be the best place to go on vacation. Cops everywhere safe. You running around with your family. Having just an awesome time. It ain't like that right now. San Francisco used to be one of the most fun places you could go. You know, down to the wharf, out to the Presidio. Just beautiful, beautiful places. Right? To Chinatown, to Lombard Street, you know, up by St. Francis Cathedral. Just spectacular. And the view there. And then go to a restaurant, overlooks the bay, blah, 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 blah. It's a shithole now. San Francisco's turned into a homeless shithole with human waste everywhere along with syringes and encampments. It's ridiculous. And now, and now the people that brought this, us that, this is the best. This is a cherry on top. They're leaving. Hey, we're out late. Yep. Who would be calling me right now? Somebody who knows me? Probably not. Unbelievable. So, good morning to you on this Thursday. Uh, Tim and Jeff will join me here in a little, little bit. The United States Marine Corps Band makes it official, though. Good morning on the 17th of December.
And this is dedicated to Tom Cruise, man. Hey, Tom, don't take their shit. You take a lot of shit that you deserve, but you don't need to take shit for this. You're trying to keep an industry afloat. You're trying to keep people working. And these idiots can't follow simple directions. And again, he didn't snap because this was the first time that shit happened. Make no mistake about that. So this is dedicated to Tom Cruise. Maybe the first good thing he's ever done in his life. So, nice going, Tom. Don't be afraid. betraying your whole life if you don't say what you think and you don't say it honestly and bluntly what keeps you awake at night nothing i keep other people awake at night for this campus had prepared him well i'm very confident that thank you very much if this was vodka it'd be a lot better speech But I'm not supposed to glamorize alcohol anymore. So, young folks, you ignore what I just said. We just have to execute. And we are executing every day. And Sergeant Major and I are very proud of what you do. Doesn't mean we can't get better. We don't, we don't want to make a mistake to learn. We don't want to lose to learn. We cannot lose if we have to go fight. We got to do what these Marines did here 75 years ago. Persevere against difficult challenging conditions and odds and win. You gotta win. Time for us to check the weather. It's actually working today as opposed to yesterday when it didn't work so good. Um, currently, it is sunny and 37 in Quantico. Cold on the East Coast. Down the coast of Camp Lejeune. Cloudy and 44 in 29 Palms. It is partly sunny and 44. It's weird how often the temperatures are the same. I know there's three hours difference. I'm just saying. Kind of weird. Marine Corps Base Camp Pendleton, 
partly sunny and 48. No wonder my heater was going off last night. Um, Camp Smith in Hawaii, dark, cloudy, and 73. Okinawa, dark, cloudy, and 61. In Darwin, down under, it's gotten cold there. Dark, raining, and 77. Darwin's normally up in the 80s. In Oslo, in Norway, they got a heat wave rolling through there. It is raining. And 41 degrees in Oslo. So congratulations to the Norskis out there. At your home, at the corporate headquarters of All Marine Radio, it is sunny and 55, which makes no sense because Kent Pendleton evidently reported 48 degrees. Normally not a 7-degree differential between here and Oceanside. But maybe somebody fell asleep or the gauge isn't working. Looking for a high today of 64, tomorrow 68, Saturday 69, Sunday 74, Monday 73. Boom. There you have it. That is a look at your weather. I could take a break right now, but I'm not going to, right? Because that's how committed I am to this program. That's right. <laughs> that's how com- that's how I how committed I am. All right, let's check. Let's check the news. Lawmakers urge the VA to continue deferring debt collections. Agency says it won't. Collecting that money money from veterans. <laughs> Sending their bone crackers out. Pay up. Okay, I don't have the money. I'm employed. Doesn't matter. Oh, you think being a veteran's free? You can you take our money? The VA said it does not have authority to waive the debts. What do they collect the money for? Um, I don't understand. The VA was acting prematurely to restart. Oh, with cases, hospitals. I don't. Uh, so yeah, if you owe the VA money, pay the fuck up, man. Yeah, just because we got the whole world's like losing its mind doesn't mean you don't got to pay. Come on. Uh, There's a new program that aims to study the impact of racial inequality on military families and veterans. So that is in the news. U.S. Joint Chiefs Chairman meets with the Taliban on peace talks. Now, the full headline should read, for the second time. He had a previous undisclosed meeting last June. Never, ever, ever mentioned it. An American who vanished from Okinawa tourist spot is affiliated with U.S. military officials. Um, Let's see. New coronavirus travel restrictions and a curfew is announced for thousands of soldiers in Europe. Uh, Sensitive U.S. military equipment given to local forces goes unaccounted for in Afghanistan. Oh, well, that's a shocker. You want to know where it is? Go ask the Taliban. They'll tell you where it is. The Defense Department has failed to keep track of surveillance systems controls for laser-guided bombs, night vision devices, and other equipment provided to the Afghan government. 
They sold it to the Taliban. The goods transferred to the Afghan government are some of the most sensitive of all defense articles. We're supposed to be fully inventoried by the U.S. every year to ensure they were being used for the intended purpose and not transferred to a third party without U.S. government consent. That's in a report by the U.S. Inspector General. This is like laughable. But only 40% of the sensitive articles given to the Afghans were inventoried between May of 2019 and April of 2020. And about 5% of the items that were supposed to have been tracked since October 2016 have never been inventoried at all. Well, there's, there's an absolute stunner, right? It's in the hands of the Taliban who then sold it to the Russians and the Chinese if they don't already have it anyway. Um, yeah, so sad, terrible news, but not a surprise, I must say. Not a surprise, I must say. Um, top stories of the Wall Street Journal, just to round out your news consumption. Lawmakers race to finish a $900 billion virus aid package. Right, That's in the news today. Uh, an FDA panel is expected to back the Moderna COVID-19 vaccine. Then it, too, could be a part of Operation Warp Speed. The Moderna a- uh, vaccine is actually, in my opinion, the better vaccine. Pfizer has made you know much news. But the Moderna vaccine does not need to be refrigerated at 80 to 100 degrees below zero Fahrenheit. Um, so, yeah. So that getting ready to come to market. So that good news. Let's see. Snowstorm going to hit the northeast, right? That's in the news. The, um, there's a story going around. Okay, there's a story going around. Robinhood Financial will pay $65 million, which is nothing, to settle an SEC probe. So one of the things that's being alleged about Robinhood is that they've essentially turned trading, right, in the stock market where you could lose money into kind of a video game. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's a complete, st- it's a complete stunner to people when they look and they've lost all their money. What? I thought I was playing a video game. What? What do you mean I lost like $6 million? Yeah, you got to move out, man. You got no money. What? What happened? Yeah. And you read it and it's like, I mean, how stupid have we become as a culture? Oh, you really didn't know that those dollar signs were real? They thought You thought that was just like some kind of gaming event? I mean, crazy. Crazy. But... The world we live in. I was trying to sound like Paul Harvey right there. I did do it very well, but and that's the look at the news. Um let's see a couple stories in uh US Naval Institute news about maritime strategy in the United States. panel, U.S. must embrace 
the power of naval diplomacy. So that in the news, I, you know, there's a, you know, Will Constantini and I had a very interesting conversation yesterday that I'll probably, um, it's not, it's, uh, I don't know if I should introduce it, but I will today just to, just to create anxiety in their lives with, uh, with, um, Tim and Jeff. So when you do gender integration training, are the physical standards lowered for men? Do we slow the runtime so the women can can keep up when we're when we're running? Because in a mixed gender unit, you have to do that. Unless you want to embarrass yourself, if you go for a, in a formation run, right? That thing has to be crawling along, right? lest you have your whole organization littered throughout the base. Okay. So I know we're all the same, and this whole idea that men are capable of different things is absolutely ridiculous. That I know, trust me. I got the memo. I'm just saying, when you don't run really slow, you have stragglers forever. And many of those stragglers in a mixed-gender unit are women. I'm sorry to break the news to you, but that's just the way it is. Okay, so what happened? All right. Here's a crazy picture. Rejected Army applicant accused of shooting into a joint recruiting center with Marines and and sailors inside. Has a picture. Guy standing out there with a pistol. Army didn't want him. Oh, really? You don't want me? We'll take this. So, all that in the news. The top five stories in early bird. Then we'll take a break, and then we'll get Jeff and Tim on, and uh, we'll talk about I'm I'm not sure what we'll talk about today. Um, so number one on the hit parade is, um, big six veteran groups asked Trump to fire VA secretary Wilkie immediately. And this is the fallout from the way Wilkie responded to accusations of the letter signed by the leaders of the Veterans of Foreign Wars, American Legion, DAV, Paralyzed Veterans of America, AMVETS, and Vietnam Veterans of America is the latest damning assessment of Wilkie's abilities. Ability shepherds, odd choice of words, the department following the release of an IG report last week criticized criticizing his handling of sexual assault allegations late last year. The findings make it clear that the secretary himself established a defensive posture and made decisions to personally disparage the veteran and circumvent the subsequent IG investigation. That's kind of gross, man. And if that's what the IG found, then why is Wilkie still there? Not really sure. Not really. I mean, it shouldn't be necessary. 
if that's what you do as as, as a leader, you're supposed to be about uh, be about truth and transparency and setting an example. But we all know that's not the way the game gets played. Number two, Space Command calls out another Russian anti-satellite weapons test. Called it out for what? Russia conducted its second test this year of a direct ascent anti-satellite missile test, according to U.S. Space Command. Yet again, drawing sharp criticism from the United States. Quote, Russia has made space a warfighting domain by testing space-based and ground-based weapons intended to target and destroy satellites. This fact is inconsistent with Moscow's public claim that Russia seeks to prevent conflict in space, said Space Command Head General James Dickinson in a statement. Like, come on, man. Really? So the Russians, their lips are moving. What do we know about that? They're lying. Right? (laughs) They're lying. Now, I know, General, that may surprise you. Okay? And there is no such thing as Santa. Easter Bunny. Yeah, Tooth Fairy. All a bunch of bullshit. All right. Number three. Oh, and what's next? China says they don't want to militarize space? Right. Number three, Congress finalizes sweeping veterans policy bill with new protections for women's women and students. Well, that will change everything. Thank God they've done this. Right? Once again, Congress to the rescue. Number four, rejected army applicant accused of shooting into a joint recruiting center with Marines. Why do you go shoot up the army place, man? Why are you shooting at Marines and Sailors? That happened in Greensboro, North Carolina. And then number five, why is Millie meeting with the Taliban for the second time in the fifth story? Behind the guy shooting at, I know shooting at Marines and Sailors is a big deal, but come on. I don't get it. I don't get it. The big cyber attack, right? I, I'm curious to see the details on that, how the, how the Russians pulled that little thing off, evidently under the cloak of antivirus software, which they infiltrated. So I'm curious to see that. All right. We will take a break. When we come back, you'll get to hear the incredible brilliance of Timothy Lynch and Jeffrey Kenny. So whatever you do, don't touch that dial. Those geniuses join me next here on a Thursday edition of All Marine Radio. Right here on your home for it, the one and only All Warrior Radio Network. 